The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, this is Scott from Melted Bodies, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing well. How are you? I can't complain at all. Um, I got to tell you, absolutely love that single. Oh, it's got, liars? It's got, oh yeah, my God, it's got so much going on. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's, it's so well on. produced, and it's been bang. I've been prepping all day, and I've been listening to that constantly. And it's uh, every time I listen to it, there's another little thing I missed. Loving it. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a it was a pain in the ba- as pain in the ass to balance all of it. Was it really? Yeah, there's a lot going on. Was yeah, that's what I was saying. And was the uh, response <laughs> to it been good so far? Yeah, yeah. I feel like um, I feel like we've seen a lot of attention from new listeners on that one. Um, so that's it's nice. I feel like that one kind of helped branch out the audience a little bit more um then maybe you know some of the other tracks uh therapy the one that came out that preceded it i feel like that came out and it just sort of energized you know our, our current existing fans right um but liars yeah it feels like brought in some new listeners so we're stoked on that cool so i know the uh the inevitable fork volume one is complete but is there a theme to the three of them then um i mean the story is kind of still writing itself to be completely honest um we are still kind of uh i mean regardless there's there's a theme that permeates through the whole whole thing and that's just kind of you know the the concept of crossroads that we face in everyday life mm-hmm. um you know both both ones that are internalized and ones that the world throws at us um you know on a micro and macro scale so that's there but in terms of like each installment you know what what they might embody um that remains to be seen and uh yeah still fleshing out all the fun little details of what's going to go into the full length so did you start out to write a a themed record or was it kind of a happy accident uh it revealed itself yeah we didn't set out for anything conceptually um other than we wanted to just focus on themes uh they were a little bit more personal um the first album enjoy yourself 
was just pretty much strictly commentary for right. the most part. Um, you know, a few things that um, some motifs that carry on over into this album, but yeah, yeah, we didn't really just go like, all right, here's the idea. Now we're going to make it. It just we just started making stuff. You mentioned uh, a little bit earlier that it's more personal. Do you ever find yourself uh, questioning if it's too vulnerable to put out there? If you're throwing that much of yourself out? No, 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 I don't think so. Unless, uh, unless you embarrass yourself uh, or say something, I don't know, generally uncomfortable or yeah, I don't know. I don't think it, in art, you can never be technically too revealing because at the end of the day, it is still a story and, don't believe everything you read um so it's, so it's a presentation um, i also think though that it, it could be more organic that way too then right in what sense in that you're not really putting it together that way it just kind of it's more real and from the heart than it is for yeah yeah does that make sense um, i'm having trouble no, it, it does and like um andy who writes all of the lyrics um he's the lead singer guitarist uh he's definitely you know he prides himself in the ability to put together a story that isn't just well that isn't just a story you know um so much of of the genre is you know based on like tolkien or yeah, you know, it's just like a template for a horror Vikings movie. Vikings and you know? yeah, Viking, yeah, yeah. And so um, he prides himself, and, and we um, pride ourselves on just the fact that you know we're just kind of speaking from the heart in different shapes or forms, in different shapes and forms. So I, I like I said, I think going back to the organic thing, I think fans connect with that a lot more, right? Yeah, I mean, you know. Um, Yes. Uh, Liars, I think, is a good example in terms of we had people reach out and tell us it was like the first time they'd ever had a song of ours make them feel bad. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you really pay attention to the lyrics, it's it's unfortunate and sad and I think incredibly relatable. And I think everyone does it, you know, to some degree in their daily lives. Right. Every day. Yeah. I feel like that's sort of what extreme music should do, though, right? Expose the raw nerves and get you thinking, expose. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, what what else would you talk about? I mean, we... <laughs> well, you can talk about Vikings and Vikings and horror, yeah. Slaughtering <laughs> lambs. Yeah. But on the flip side, you know, there are definitely those bands that have historically done that and it sort of mirrors society and sort of forces you to think I'm the band in my head right this second is so and however you pronounce that they're very much like that, you know, a mirror of what's going on, sort of like the 60s were the music was a mirror of what was happening. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of the first time that really happened and it was captivating. Um, I think now there's just so much damn music that that's happening all the time now and you just got to find it. Um, but one of the things that, you know, we, I want to say struggle, you know, um, people think we're weird. <laughs> and so you mean as like, a, as a group, yeah, as or just yes. as a sound. No, I think we're pretty actually <laughs> chill people. Um, but in terms of like stylistically and creatively, you know, we don't fit into, uh, a lot of boxes. Um, 
And, you know, this isn't to say that we aren't huge fans of, of all those different metal tropes. Like we grew up on them, very stoked on them, but uh, yeah, to kind of be a part of that, um, just to, to become a staple in that genre feels like a very uphill battle for us. Especially nowadays, right. Where everybody's got access to social media and it's a whole lot easier than it was on pure talent. Uh, I mean, you know, that's, that's a whole thing for sure. Uh, we we're incredibly excited that all of the attention we have is purely organic and we feel like it's the music standing on its own two feet. Um, if anything, it feels like more of an upward struggle just to like get things, get, get attention with, um, amongst all the noise on social media. Yes. Um, there's no like, you know, there's no exact, there's formulas, but there's no exact formula. You know, we have peers that have an insane amount of recognition on social media. And then, you know, they're, they're trying to get their music heard by more people. And then you have us, we're very excited and grateful about the amount of people to listen to us. And then you'd never know it from looking at our social media. So listening to you guys and you kind of alluded to it it's very very multi-genre like a definitely thrashy and definitely latin stuff latin stuff going on i think somewhere in the middle sort of like an il nino almost no but i mean that that wasn't deliberate but that's that's, that's what i was reminded of somewhere just before the solo it gets a little different and so anyway yeah no no but i i, I i'll take it so yeah but did you go into that stuff sort of intentionally or is it kind of just what came out were you trying to not be you know just confined to one genre of metal i don't i don't think that we we didn't have any sort of mission honestly we just all like a lot of things and so just andy who yeah andy who leads the charge he he creates sort of the the template in the form of a um like a rudimentary demo mm-hmm. we all familiarize ourselves with that and then we rehearse it and sort of pressure test it um sometimes you know it goes on to the next phase of where we start uh tinkering with all the um different parts respectively that, that we right. play sometimes it goes back to the drawing board um but you know, we, it makes me think back to the first time he he put a demo in front of us and it just like tickled some weird spot in our brain. We're like, yeah, this is what we want to do. And we're going to push those elements as far as possible to, to make them work, um, and do it really just to entertain ourselves. Right. Uh, Yeah. That's great. Are you planning on taking uh, melted bodies on the road? yeah uh easier said than done but yeah we are planning to uh i imagine it'll you know take the shape of like um uh short short little spurts uh, in different regions right. um it's, it's very cost prohibitive these days but we want to do it so we're gonna <laughs> and there's sort of like an influx of bands right because everybody was holed up for two years and now they're all trying to get out there at the same time yeah it's insane um and it, it, it's it it's it affects like music at every sort of scale you know every event you go to behind the scenes there was some form of struggle where people were trying to require gear you know um just production equipment and stuff like that uh so the whole sort of industry is infected uh, uh affected by 
you know, sort of that backlog of shows that needed to take place. It's pretty wild. But, um, he, but as a fan, it's difficult because you only have, you have limited funds, right? You can only go pick a couple of them. And sometimes they're on the same nights because there's so many people out there. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, as a fan myself, it was a lot um, sort of like, uh, you know, because you're getting used to getting back out there on the social horse. And, you know, meanwhile, you're just like so freaking inundated with all these things that you've been looking forward to for so long. And then they happen, you're fucking exhausted. Uh, But uh, yeah, you know, it's a weird time for music. I'm hoping that this is just a sign of, how like the world sort of getting back on its feet uh, and things will kind of maybe mellow out a bit in terms of like consistency and scheduling for everybody's sake, you know? Yeah. Bookers, venues, all the roadies. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. it's interesting because we've talked on this show quite a bit about how everybody being locked away and working on their instruments and honing their craft is like this artistic explosion not just in music but everywhere right i mean some of the best albums from some of my some of my favorite albums from my favorite bands have come out this year i'm just amazed by the stuff but you're going to see that in art and everywhere right because everybody was holed up yeah you know it's it's uh it's funny it's kind of like when you when you look at like (laughs) not to get too esoteric but like in geology you see all like the layers of rock through the years of like sediment and stuff and i feel like 2020 2021 to 2022 is going to be this sort of uh very like significant layer and time and place yeah where a lot was like born out of it for sure yeah it's interesting good time to live i think (laughs) yeah in in some aspects i guess (laughs) no i mean uh i'd be lying if i didn't say you know i was fortunate by you know um the setup i had through lockdown uh, where I was able to maintain a job and do it from home. But I'd be lying if I didn't say that I kind of had a great time. It was stressful. You know, you were always worried about people, their safety, right? Um, your loved ones and everyone. And, um, and you know, taking being risk averse gets boring after a while. But for the most part, I had, I had a great time. Right. Yeah. It's, it's interesting how that all worked out. Yeah. So that runs me to the end of my questions. Did I miss something you want to cover? No, I mean, not really. Um, yeah. I can find you. They can find us uh, at Melted Bodies on pretty much every platform. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Um, we're hoping to have some fun little treats for the fans that have been sort of, uh, if you've been asking about it, then you know, then you, you know what we're talking about. But we have some fun treats coming that we're going to be releasing for sale um, before the end of the year. That's the goal. And I think uh, a lot of people who listen to us will be happy about that. Sweet. And it's just uh, melting, you said, at Melted Bodies. Are you guys pretty active? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're pretty active on, mostly on Instagram, trying to get the whole TikTok thing going. I feel like so many of them. Fucking I've been talking today about, <laughs> I've been talking today, people are doing Twitch and all these other things now. So I can't. Yeah. I mean, that all shit takes so much effort. Yeah. To maintain because you know you're trying to build a community and keep it active right um and i just wish i had you know a clone of myself i'm mostly the person who's like on social media you'll definitely run into andy um sometimes on there too so anybody who chats with us you know you're, you're talking to my ass 
All right, cool. So before we go, I'm not sure if you're up for it, but I have a quick little game that I use for shorts on all those Instagrams that we just mentioned. It's fun. It is what it is. If you're cool. interested, I'm going to show you a picture. All, right. all I need you to do is tell me what's going on in the picture and what the next frame would be. Hold on one second. You should have it now. What do you see? I see. <laughs> <laughs> See a person in sort of uh, a safety jacket, sitting cross-legged with uh, either a pile of leaves on their hands and head or a set of blaze. And then we've got like a floating Zippo, a gas can, and uh, a, a little wood fire there up in the corner. So what's going on in that pic? What do you think is is, is the theme? The theme, um, safety. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Sorry, these. Who made this? Wait, what was I? Who made that? What was I just looking at? So yeah, it's very fucked up. My uh, my sister's a psychiatrist, and she's got all these tools they use for, I guess, evaluation. So it's probably a real thing. And if she ever sits down and watches these, she's going to probably diagnose everybody that's just volunteered. But. I used to do the Rorschach test. Tell me what you see. And it got a lot of great traffic. So I switched to something else because it was getting old. And I have a new. So this is the theme for this week, this picture. But I have a dozen of them. So every time we record, I run it through the day. I love that you're just sort of building this database of uh, just like psychological shit. data points on all, all of <laughs> right. musicians right and that's not really even the point but they really do well people love those the short attention spans you know people like my son they have like the 30 second attention span this is great that's so funny um wait do you guys still talk about food on these things so now you know what that was a um pre-pandemic i had a cooking show where people would on tour everybody from you know, in flames or whoever would show up at the house and we'd cook and then do these same interviews, but like while we're making yeah. grandma's chicken or whatever. But then the pandemic hit and nobody's touring. Yeah. I just pivoted to something else. So that's hence the name. So I've never had food on this channel. I mean, on this podcast, but. Well, what are you making these days? I haven't really. Well, last night I made a pretty decent um, brisket on the smoker. Oh. I'm getting nice. pretty good at it. Bought myself an electric smoker this time so I can keep the. Uh, temp kind of constant do you use uh do you use coca-cola i've catching? never used coca-cola no is that good yeah yeah it can be do you use ketchup uh, oh no 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 on a brisket no. i guess it's tomato sauce so yeah why not <laughs> so, so really you have sugar and tomatoes it's just sugar yeah. right yeah so i guess i guess basically sugar. i do then because whenever whenever i make my uh rub i use brown sugar and everything because you get that caramelized yeah, yeah, it's basically just sugar, tomato, and vinegar. Yeah, so in a way, we're using the sugar to do the same thing. You yeah, that cool, makes sense. burnt, caramelized ends. Yeah, well, that's great. So, um, nice. What do you have planned for your holiday meals? I'm just turning this around on you now. No, that's great. I actually am going up to visit my mom in New York City, so I'm not sure what she's got going on. Oh, nice. You're gonna be you're gonna be treated to dinner. Yeah. Nice. I've never been disappointed at mom's dinner and I haven't had it in a while. So that'll be, uh, it'll be good. Nice. Wait, where do you live? I'm in Richmond, Virginia, but my family's up. I lived in New York for 28 years. Oh yeah. In the, in the city or just the Long state? Island. Long Island. Cool. Yeah. 
Nice. Nice. I, uh, um, I actually am starting to develop like, a deep love for like upstate New York. Um, my, uh, my significant other, her, her dad, he's out in the city. Um, and whenever we visit, we try to make it up to like, I don't know, Hudson Valley area. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's just, I don't know. It's just so freaking pleasant up there. Um, I was born in LA, but spent my formative years up in Oregon. Um, so that I, I just well, got like, access to it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just nice and green up there, but then you have the city right by. I'm just wondering if that's the next move. What made you go to Richmond? Uh, my wife, I was in the music business for the longest time as an engineer and a mastering engineer and whatever. But as you know, I worked at the hit factory and uh, soundtrack, all that stuff went away. Mm. And my wife got a better gig down here and I just didn't want to be on the road or do any kind of live sound. So yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> I reinvented myself and moved to Virginia. So hey, there you go. And then I just do this stuff on the side, which is just as fun. That's cool. Awesome. So anyway, have a great holiday. Did I get you to do a bumper yet? I didn't, right? I don't think so. No. I'm just, I'm just chatting now and lost track of my thoughts, but sweet. I think there's something to be said for themes of pe- metalheads out in nature, right? Uh, yes. Like, like nature, nature. That's big, yeah. That's a great big part of the whole scene, right? Yeah. I'd say, uh, um, I mean, I'm an avid backpack. I mean, our whole, uh, most of our band are big outdoorsy people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just like metal was bred out of like the woods of Nordic countries. So. Yeah, I mean, you see those stupid memes all the time of the black metal bands all dressed in full makeup sitting out at like the falls or something. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I know. It looks, it, uh, I mean, it's it's everything I want. <laughs> yeah, you are right. Absolutely. Well, cool, man. I appreciate you taking the time. Hope that wasn't too bad. No, of course. Thank you so much. You have a good day. Hey, happy holidays. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road.